The following podcast will contain spoilers and explicit language. Hello and welcome to episode 102 of... Yeah, it's that bad. My name is Joel. I'm Martin. And I'm Kevin. This is a show that looks at supposedly bad movies and asks the question, is it really that bad? And what that boils down to is that we look at movies that are run on Rotten Tomatoes and we reevaluate that score. Does it really deserve to be that low? Tonight's movie is 1993's Cannibal the Musical, directed by Trey Parker, starring Trey Parker, Matt Stone, Toddy Walters, Jason McHugh, John... John Hegel, Diane Backer, and Ian Hardin. Cannibal the Musical, originally known as Alfred Packer the Musical, is a 1993 black comedy musical independent film. This film currently holds a 56% on Rotten Tomatoes. How about a plot synopsis? Alfred Packer was a mountain guide and sole survivor of a party of pioneers that got lost in the mountains in winter. Accused and convicted of murdering and eating his traveling companions, he was to be executed by hanging. The movie begins at his trial, where he pleads his innocence to an unsympathetic audience. Only reporter Polly Pry will listen to his story, which is then related to the viewers in the form of flashbacks. As Packer and his gold prospecting clients make their way through the forests and mountains, they encounter bemused Japanese Indians, an unimpressed group of mountain men, and the brutal Rocky Mountain winter, all of which inspire the travelers to break out into song and dance. Cannibal the Musical! Tonight's movie was sponsored by Nikki, and Nikki writes in and says, Hey, J-M-K, I can't believe my sponsor episode is up next. I'm very excited to hear what you three have to say about it. Though, every time a musical comes up, I can almost hear the eye rolls and dread in your voices. I hope you enjoy this as much as I do. That's all I'm asking for. I know this isn't the best looking movie. (laughs) 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 But I think Trey Parker made this while he was in college. And it was only going to be a trailer, but everyone liked it so much, they got some money and made it work. Also, there are a few things in the movie that can be seen later in South park like the way matt stone's character looks like kyle you guys are hands down my favorite podcast and donating 50 bucks was the least i could do to say thanks happy 100 podcasts and many hundred thousands trillions more okay cannibal the musical (laughs) what's your history with this i've never even heard of this movie i knew literally nothing about it i have never heard of this one yeah i never heard of this either this is a movie that i think i might have heard in passing maybe because it it sounded familiar when i saw it (laughs) i was like i think i've heard of this but nah, I'm not really that familiar with it at all. You've heard murmurings. In the, yeah, yeah, in the in intersphere. The, yeah, in the dark alleyways and little crevices of the internet. Yeah. I'm not a big South Park fan. Like, I, I think it's funny, but I've never, like, watched it religiously. I've only seen an episode here and there. So I'm not, like, into it enough to know that these guys did this movie. But Kevin, do you remember that episode where there's a wild problem in town and four boys get together to solve it and it goes crazy and then they all learn a lesson at the end? That sounds really familiar. Okay, let's do what we always do at the top of the show. We'll discuss these actors <laughs> one by one, and we'll see how you thought they did. First up, Trey Parker. I know Kevin here has a lot of difficulty differentiating between who Trey Parker is and who Matt Stone is. I take it you've never seen basketball. No, I've never seen basketball. Despite my love of both baseball and basketball. What about Orgasmo? You were big in that movie, right? I never even heard of that. What? (laughs) (laughs) I I can't believe my eyes, even though he said it. You check that out. Yeah. South Park the movie. I did see that. Team America? I saw that. Oh, there you go. Look at that. You're a pro. Expert. I don't... They, they weren't in those movies, though. So I don't their know hearts who's and, who. Their hearts and souls were in it. Yeah, they're, they're in spirit. Yeah. I love Trey Parker. He can't really act 
though. <laughs> so Trey Parker was Packer. Yeah. Parker Packer, yes. Okay. Yeah. Peter he, Packer. I always thought it was the other way around. Peter the whole Packer. time I watched this, I thought that was Matt Stone. No, Matt Stone has like curly hair. Yeah. I can understand your confusion though. I get it. Yeah, Trey Parker, he's a phenomenal writer. He's a good singer and he can definitely compose really, yeah, this guy really well. loves musicals. And he's a phenomenal composer too. He is great. But like, I mean, you, you, you can tell that this is 1993 and he's like in college. Yeah, he's a young buck. Yeah, in training. I mean, I mean, for his first attempt, this is unbelievable. Yeah, that's the thing with this movie. We have to keep that in mind that this is like the first time that they had ever made anything, I guess. Ever. Like, it's amazing taking that into consideration, the way that he composes the songs. Kevin, remember those movies we made in high school? I do. <laughs> Were they as good as this? <laughs> Better. Oh, all right. Well, there's a money shot and in a bathtub. <laughs> there was. Well, back to Trey Parker's acting. <laughs> it was, uh, he's like kind of shy and you can tell he's shy. He has like trouble like enunciating and projecting his voice when he's talking to other characters. I thought that was just his character. I don't think so. I think he's like that in real life. I've read like a lot of things about like when he first got into Hollywood, how he was shy and had trouble enunciating. But like, you know, he definitely got over that in basketball. That's for sure. I don't know. His, his, his acting wasn't very strong, but this is his first attempt. So, you know, it is what it is. He gets a buy. It was he, terrible. Kevin, why so serious? <laughs> A spade a spade. It was terrible acting. It was terrible acting by every single person in this entire movie. Yeah, I was gonna say, is anybody else even worth... There's no point even mentioning anyone's name, because I don't know who anyone was. I don't know what their character names were. You put Trey Parker next to Cameron Bright. Who's winning that battle? Alright, they're not kids. <laughs> He's not a child. They're not soulless children. You put Trey Parker next to that girl from, uh, The Unborn. <laughs> who, oh, uh, well, Odette? Well, yeah, He's yeah. not as hot. Yeah, Odette runs circles around these fools. Whoa, bro. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, but I Odette, like Odette can't sing. She can't we write. Don't, we don't know that. Yeah, we don't know that we for don't know sure. That. We don't know that. <laughs> Come <laughs> on, just dude. Melted. You, you wilted. Are you serious? Come on. I've never heard her sing. Seems like an angel. Odette doesn't have nine Tonys for writing Best Musical, The Book of Mormon, now on Broadway. He didn't sing that, though. Look, he did this write guy it and compose is, it. This guy is immensely talented. One of those talents is not acting. Hmm. Okay, 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 okay. Voice acting, maybe. Oh, absolutely one of his talents but is voice acting. But not actual real life acting. This is his first attempt. I'm going to I'm gonna be lenient on him. I'm going to say that the his acting was bad, but I'm not going to be like... Yeah, this is like a student film. This is a student film. I'm not, I'm not going to be like, you have to stand next to like Hollywood <laughs> actors, you <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis. Well, so yeah, so like, then is this on its own scale? The only reason we're, we even have access to this, <laughs> the only reason we even have access to this movie is because of his success with other endeavors and they're like oh he did this also and it's like oh this bad but whatever <laughs> uh who else do we compare this to like what other famous directors have like student films Clerk. that oh, clerks clerks, clerks. We, we, yeah you're gonna compare this to clerks let's go <laughs> let's go <laughs> step up <laughs> That would be the best comparison, right? Those are both student films, not aren't they? Not for the sake of this movie, it's not. No, Clerks, the acting was uh, there. Same time there period, acting, too, right? Same time yeah. period also. Wow, Kevin. You did it again. <laughs> I and didn't do Martin anything. Came <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, you did it again. <laughs> 
They probably were on a similar budget too. Like Clerks only had what, like twenty thousand? Twenty dollars. They said one hundred and twenty-five thousand. That's way thousand. more than Clerks. Million. Uh, I think Clerks had more than you think. Oh, okay. So that that's pretty much it, right? The only other person here that's worth anything is Matt Stone, which I enjoyed his performance. I thought he was mildly amusing. That's his purpose. Yeah, that's his mo. Okay, let's get into the brief history of Cannibal the Musical. Cannibal the Musical was written, directed, produced, and co-scored and starred Trey Parker while studying at the University of Colorado at Boulder before reaching fame with South Park alongside his friend Matt Stone, who also stars in and produced the film. It is loosely based on the true story of Alfred Packer and the sordid details of the trip from Utah to Colorado that left his five fellow travelers dead and partially eaten. <laughs> Alfred... <laughs> Is it, am, am I pronouncing his name right? Alfred or Alfred? Oh, I don't know. If his name is Alfred, that's not your fault. Alfred Packer is Colorado's only convicted cannibal. The short order grill in the UMC Student Union at the University of Colorado at Boulder, which Trey Parker and Matt Stone attended, is named after him. The university also has an annual festival, Alfred Packer Days, with contests including a raw meat-eating contest. The courtroom dialogue is based on actual court transcripts and contemporary newspaper reports mention an old lady throwing a tomato at Packer. <laughs> that scene made me laugh out loud. <laughs> the trial scenes were filmed in the same courtroom in which Alfred Packer was tried in Lake City, Colorado. The film began as a three-minute trailer made for a film class. After the trailer drew much attention, Parker and Stone raised around $125,000 and began shooting the full-length film. The film was shot during weekends and on spring break in 1993 and according to Ian Harden most of the crew failed their film history class as a result. Early in shooting Parker was thrown from one of the horses playing Leanne fracturing his hip. Packer's horse is named Leanne after Leanne Adamo Trey Parker's former fiance. Their breakup had been very hard on Trey so he gave Leanne's name to the horse that would let anyone ride her. Ooh, ouch. <laughs> Sick burn. The film was originally titled Alfred Packer the Musical in 1993. The film premiered on October 31st, 1993 in Boulder, Colorado at a cinema near the University of Colorado campus. A fake protest organized by Friends of Parker and Stone organized along the lines of an animal rights demonstration took place in front of the theater. It was not released generally until 1996, however, when Troma Entertainment picked it up and renamed it Cannibal the Musical. Few people outside of Colorado even saw the film since Troma did not distribute it widely. Parker and Stone's animated satire South Park debuted the following year. Following Matt and Trey's success with South Park, Troma re-released the film on VHS and DVD and it enjoyed a decent cult following. The DVD contains a drunken director's commentary where Parker and Stone along with most of the cast get drunk as they watch the film. Although there are a few times when the commentary cuts out either because the recorder was turned off or they spoke of things they later decided nobody should hear. Okay, Cannibal the Musical, so this movie starts out in typical Yes That Bad Fashion. Yeah, black screen with text. I can never get enough of this. And this had nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. This it, is really different. It's not setting us up no. in a place or a time. It's just giving us some, some background. Yeah, this is found footage, right? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. This found footage? This is this, a 1954 film that was found. About something that happened in the 1870s. <laughs> 
And apparently it's such a violent movie, they had to cut out all the violent parts, and they only show us the part of the movie that's relevant, I guess, to the story. Yeah. Martin, you may or may not realize by the title of this movie, but this is a musical. I don't know if you noticed. I wasn't aware until they started singing non-stop throughout <laughs> the entire movie. I never stopped. So, you know, one of the interesting side effects of this whole Yes, That Bad experiment is I never thought I'd have to watch so many musicals in a single year. It's unbelievable. I don't dislike musicals. I don't. Like, I, I don't think I dislike them either. I don't love them, but I don't know. This is a lot of musicals to go through in such a short period of time. I don't like them. Official? I don't think I've ever seen a musical I liked. Really? <laughs> What about Les Miserables? I don't really have much interest in that. What about Schindler's List? That's a musical, right? That's a musical? I've actually never seen it. What about Schindler's List too? He's back. <laughs> oh, I guess, would you qu- qualify... I would quantify it. Willy Wonka as a musical? I would quantify every <laughs> Disney movie as a musical. Like Beauty and the Beast, that's I, a musical. I think a, a musical needs to have, at the at minimum, five songs in it. Beauty. Is that fair? That's fair. What about Beauty and the Beast? That's all right. Lion King? That's pretty but uh, those don't really have that many songs in them, do they? Lion Aladdin King. did. Did it? Yeah, Lion King definitely I don't remember. has at, at least five. I, you know, I haven't seen least. those movies since I was a kid. I wonder if how they hold up. They're good. Well, maybe someday Kevin will have a reason to watch Family Friendly Fair. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> What? Okay, so... Well, if that's the case, I'm going to say Willy Wonka is the only musical that I like. Original? The Johnny or? Depp version, right? No, Willy <laughs> Wonka. The one that we saw in 2005 Take Charlie together. and the Chocolate Factory crap and throw <laughs> it out in the garbage. Wow. Strong words. Jonathan Depp? Yeah. What about him? Yeah, what about John Depp? Ladies love cool John Depp. <laughs> Right? That's a fact. Jonathan Depp was Michael Jackson in that movie. He wasn't Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka was Yeah, let's Michael just Jackson. review Willy Wonka and the Charlie Factory while we're here. <laughs> the Charlie, the Charlie Factory. Factory? Yeah. They, they churn out Charlies? <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> That's Michael Jackson's dream come true. <laughs> a little boy factory. <laughs> oh, a little boy factory. Yeah. Oh, too soon, guys. Oh, yeah? You're still hurting? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see my glove? <laughs> I wear it in solidarity. Yeah. My- <laughs> well, yeah, just to recap. So we got Rocky Horror Picture Show, the pirate movie. Right. Cattle the Musical. And I'm just fresh off the heels of seeing Les Miserables in, the- <laughs> in theaters. <laughs> That's a lot of musicals in one year. Too many. At least you're getting a little culture in your life now. <laughs> yeah, I, I can put that in Nintendo and finally start reading a book for once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Life <laughs> life isn't all guns and bombs and watching fight scenes and... Nintendo. I still gotta read those 40 <laughs> Mr. of Oz books, Kevin. That's my New Year's resolution. Oh, yeah? I think that by far the best musical that we've seen is Rocky Horror. I agree with you. Kevin yeah. hasn't seen pirate movies, so Martin... That's my... That's my favorite musical when, when we reviewed that I was like that's a 4 out of 5 in my book <laughs> Kevin yeah <laughs> oh, oh okay okay heaven and hawing over here so, okay so this movie starts off with uh, Trey Parker as the cannibal running around <laughs> like ripping people apart and eating them yeah, he's think? ripping arms off he, he grabs the guy's tongue and rips <laughs> yeah. the tongue right out of his mouth <laughs> yeah. that was actually kind of cool that reminded me of uh, Surf Nazis Must Die oh is that what, what we're like 
like they're like eating dinner and yeah. they, that. they come in. Like this movie is very reminiscent of, of that. Like it's the same ridiculous over the top. If this is completely fake looking, <laughs> like it's not even close to looking real. And the colors look really weird during this scene. Right off the bat, can we talk about the production quality of this movie or, or like the way it looks? So it not makes, in widescreen. Yeah, it's it's four by three. Yeah. So it looks like it was shot with a camcorder, a VHS camera. Yeah, probably was. Which makes sense since this is a student film. And since they're shooting it on their spring break in college. <laughs> I mean, let, let's, when you get down to it, right, this is better than anything that you and I would have been able to do in college. And we have like access to After Effects and all this other technology. Our movie would have looked like I think worse you're than this. selling yourself short. Kevin, I like to party. I liked, I liked to party in college. <laughs> oh yeah? Yeah, I was spending all, all my With nights. With a bald at, man? Yeah, yeah. Big cloud, classes dancing around? <laughs> yeah. I spent all my nights at Cloud Nine Nizzle Niner. Oh, which we'll get to that at some point. Right. Rest in peace. That's a little foreshadowing, Kevin, too. After dark. Dark. No, no, I was spending all my all my nights partying, chasing tail, living the life, eating quail. Young bachelors never fail <laughs> to get the ladies. You know, I was in a frat, chug, 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 <laughs> keg stand. <laughs> know what I mean? Like, there's no way I could have made this in in college. Yeah, but you were living it up in the amazing and fun state of New Jersey. They're stuck out in Boring, Colorado. You're right. What, what else they got to do, do in there? You're right. They have nothing to do. That's the treasure trove that is the garden. <laughs> state. <laughs> I know. Her ending joy. Yeah, you're right. They had nothing else to do but make a movie. Isn't University of Colorado Boulder like one of the largest party schools in the country? Yeah, I, and I was joking <laughs> around. Colorado is probably like the greatest state ever. You could do so much stuff out there. So I'll have to get into the brief history of my viewing of this movie. This is an ill-fated film for yours truly. At, at every opportunity that I tried to watch this movie, God above thwarted me. I'm going to say it's divine intervention each time. You weren't supposed to watch this movie. No, it wasn't. So I'm defying his will by watching this movie tonight. That's not a good way to go. <laughs> yeah, it usually doesn't, it doesn't work out well for people. Yeah, you don't want to mess, mess no, with no, that. No, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. As long as I don't, I say, as long as I don't say that I'm God now, I'm okay. I'm God now. <laughs> That's what you said when you actually finished watching the movie. You're like, I watched it, so now I'm God. <laughs> Ever since Breaking Dawn Part 1, my Netflix schedule of returning DVDs has been completely screwed up. That was a long time ago, though. That we saw that. T totally messed up. So I returned Jingle All The Way way ahead of schedule and they didn't receive it until like today. So there's no way I was getting the actual copy. I had to watch it on Netflix Instant. When I went to watch it, my internet connection like exploded and I, and I just couldn't watch it. So I decided, okay, I'll try to watch it at work. Try to sneak it in. That was a huge failure. I didn't even attempt it. Didn't work. Wasn't happening. Then I was like, okay, I'll watch it on my phone. Why not? Like the common man does. <laughs> watch his movies on a phone. So I watched it on my cell it worked for 10 minutes and then it shut down. Just didn't work. Hashtag rich guy problems. Yeah, there you go. I couldn't watch movies on my phone. <laughs> Yeah, so here we are today. Thankfully, it worked, I guess. I guess. Riveting. <laughs> <laughs> That story totally is going to overshadow the rest of the episode now. Yeah, I know. Right. How are we ever... I me and Kevin are never going to be this. able to compete. I just shut it off right now, right? We're done. Yeah, I think so. That's it. We're done. Amateurs right. like you need an extra 20 minutes. <laughs> I'm done. We should probably talk about the movie at some point. <laughs> this is like an after dark episode. 
You know what? It's the movie's fault. I blame the movie. Yeah, I agree. By the way, I looked it up. Clerks was made for $27,000. See? What did I say? 20? Yeah. Yeah. This is 125, right? So that's significantly less money for a significantly less quality. You could argue who's more successful. Oh, they're way more successful, right? I don't know. They didn't make cop out. It's a really good point. I mean, monetarily, Trey Parker and Matt Stoner have overshadowed Kevin Smith. I mean, that's not even... <laughs> you said it was so much hate. I mean, that's not... Yeah, because it's not even Such derision. Yeah, because Kevin Smith is so pompous. It's outrageous. Mar, be careful what you say. And the internet's crosshairs are lining up on your forehead right now. Yeah, I don't want to get hacked because of your mouth. <laughs> that's why... I'm anonymous. Okay, so this movie is like bizarre. The The volume on the audio is all over the place and I could not hear what the hell they were saying. This is one of the worst problem? sounding movies I've ever heard. <laughs> Does, did anybody else have that problem? No, nah, yeah. not me. Yeah, I 100% had that it problem. It sounded great on my phone. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I had no idea what the hell he was talking about in the beginning. And so, and, and it was 80 yard, which is bizarre. Some scenes were, some scenes weren't. I, I didn't get it. But yeah, I wrote worst sound quality ever. I wrote that about the <laughs> the film quality, like the video quality. <laughs> Did you notice that throughout the course of this movie, like the edges of the frame got dirty? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Okay, so the movie opens with him eating these people. I can't hear what he's saying, and I'm like, I don't like where this is going. Then it flash forwards. Trey Parker is in, he's in prison for cannibalism. And I guess the female lead in this movie is like love interest is talking to him, and he's going, he's about to give her what really happened. So he's going to give her the other side of the story. He's talking, and all I can think is, man, the last season of South Park that came out focused on musicals. They had an episode di- completely focused on musicals. Is and that because of their Book of Mormon? Success? Right, right, right. And it's focused on like every musical that's out and Elton John as like a producer of musicals and like Andrew Lloyd Webber and I'm like, that episode was so good and like musically it was really good. I wish I was watching that episode right now rather than this movie. That's, that, that's all I could think about. I didn't really care for any of these songs at all but Kevin, you got a kick out of one of them? Yeah, later on there's a song where these trappers are singing and that I had a good laugh about that song. That was pretty good. I had a laugh about that song too, actually. I actually like the music better in the pirate movie. Really? Oddly enough. Yeah. Pumping, pumping, pumping and blowing? Pumping and blowing, yeah. Pumping and blowing. <laughs> Not enough oral sex songs in this movie. Yeah, the songs were... I, I understand what they were going for. Like, just the simple, stupid kind of thing. Your heart wasn't warmed like a baked potato? Like, yeah. Tata. Baked potato. Yeah, the grass is green, the sky is blue. Like, that. Like I understand what they're going for there. I don't find that funny. There wasn't that innuendo that you guys talked about from the pirate movie songs that at least you could look forward to. But the Trapper song, they had some of that. That's why I, I like that one. Spadoigle. What about that? They have that. Yeah, yeah, made up word. Great. But you understand what he's saying when he says it though, right? You know what he's getting at? Don't we all? Yeah, I've experienced that. <laughs> so we get this flashback. He is riding horse, riding Leanne the horse, singing about his life being great. And he comes to a group of people that are going to prospect <laughs> for gold. And they're going to travel from Utah to, I guess, his home state in Colorado. Yeah, so he shows up and all these guys are talking and like, we're gonna, we, we can't go anymore. Our guide is dead. And they carry a dead flaming corpse. 
by he was literally on fire. He had been struck by lightning. Yeah, you know, I don't think I laughed out loud, like legitimately laughed out loud once in this movie. But a lot of it made me smile, and this is one of those things. Yeah, but put a big big smile on my face. It didn't. It didn't make me laugh un- until he was like, "Is he gonna be okay?" <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. Why these guys on fire? <laughs> <laughs> So um, they're all like, well, we can't go anymore. We don't have a guide. And some guy, he's like, hey, hey, this guy, he's, he's from Colorado. He can show us the way. So very slowly, a ragtag team is formed. Good one. Of about four of these miners. And they're all going to go with Trey Parker to Colorado. So they begin their journey. And it's become apparent that Trey is has a very interesting relationship with his horse. <clears throat> they're very close. It's funny to get that piece of trivia about the horse being his wife mm-hmm. really or fiance because whenever they show the horse it's always like farting and and <laughs> yeah great so this is one giant inside joke <laughs> that only his buddies that are there would this, get it yeah this i, I mean i wanted to say yeah, this that it, bad the musical <laughs> i wanted i wanted to say this in the beginning like this movie was made for his friends right this is a movie for his friends yeah like this isn't a movie for anybody else pretty expensive inside joke well people gave him the money if someone gave us the money to make some giant inside joke movie we'd do it in a second absolutely do you think so? If had... there's anyone out there that wants to give us a lot of money to make an inside joke movie, feel free to contact us. Do you think that they had fun making this movie? The time of their lives. Yeah, it had to have been fun. Did you guys have fun watching the movie? <laughs> <laughs> That's debatable. They start, they're out on their, their little uh, adventure here, and this random old guy shows up. He's pointing at them, and he's like, you're all doomed. 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 And, and then he just, like, left. He says it, like, ten times. I don't know what that was about. That happened in this movie over and over and over again. Like, can we talk for a second about how they had, like, one of their run-on gags in this movie is to just repeat the same thing. That sounds familiar. Over and over. <laughs> yeah, it's that bad. The musical. <laughs> I don't know if I appreciate that. <laughs> I don't find this type of humor funny at all. <laughs> I would never stoop so low. I would never stoop. <laughs> and there's all those times where they exaggerate things dramatically. What's that about? <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> I mean, the only the only trope that they're missing in this movie that, that we do is what? Reference pop culture, which South Park does all the time. They did it in this. Did There's they? even a catch him, kill him reference. Yeah, they did. They did it. <laughs> I wrote that down. He actually says catch him, kill him. I was like, oh, I gotta write that down. Oh, man. Maybe I like this movie better than I thought I did. <laughs> I feel like as I'm talking about it, I'm laughing more at what's in it. I feel like this movie just kind of went in one ear, not the other while I was watching it. But now that I'm thinking about it and I'm not just observing it, but I'm thinking about it. It's a lot funnier like in theory, like that whole thing in the beginning with the cannibalism stuff. Mm-hmm. That was supposed to be a lawyer making up a story about what he did in the woods. Yeah. In theory, that's that's funny. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that's yeah. funny because it's so ridiculous. Yeah, but like actually just watching it for the first time. It's just like, uh, whatever. Maybe this is a movie we should have all watched like together. Yeah, I like, maybe this is a group movie. I enjoyed this movie more because I watched it with my brother, and he was. We were like talking to each other about the movie while it was going on, and we were laughing. Next time we'll huddle it around my cell phone and we'll watch. <laughs> That's a really good <laughs> idea. The next movie. What about the comedic facial hair in this movie? It was it was good. That stupid twirly mustache and the uh, a lot of stupid looking beards. Fake they were, beards. They were this. super fake looking on on purpose. Like that was done on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely on purpose. <laughs> yeah. This really is a yeah, it's that bad movie. Like, How so? Like the facial hair stuff. We make facial hair jokes all the time. What is happening here? <laughs> it's like we're slowly uncovering these <laughs> hidden gems. Kevin and I walked into this review really angry. <laughs> 
It's melting your icy hearts. We we're ready to make. Speak. We we're ready to drop one out of fives. Quick, right? Yeah, for sure. What's going on here? Five <laughs> minutes into this movie, I was dropping a one out of five. Like I said, this movie grew on me. I wrote twenty minutes in, and this is a hard and inescapable <laughs> one out of five. Wow, it had no hope for redemption. <laughs> There's nothing it can do. Nothing you can do to save it's itself never. or escape. <laughs> yeah, so after I wrote my condemning <laughs> statement, I actually started to laugh a few times. There's one where these two guys are like fighting. I don't know, the one guy's being grumpy, and then there's two other guys there, and they're like, hey, like. <laughs> they put him in time. <laughs> yeah, they're like, calm down, calm down. And he's like, what is this, a feel good convention? <laughs> And then he's like, we're going to have to bring you to time out. Well, eventually our heroes run into Indians, but they're not the usual Native Americans. No, these are Japanese Native Americans, which is really strange. And I didn't really get why this is funny. Joel, did you like their teepees? They had like the <laughs> Japanese flag on them. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't quite understand what was going on here, what the joke was. I didn't get the joke. Is the joke that he doesn't know any Native Americans? Yeah, like that's... So that's the closest he can get is Japanese people? I think <laughs> I think the joke is that people just have no idea what Native Americans really look like or entail or he doesn't know any. I don't know. Part of it is just absurdist, I think, right? I guess so. This is the point of the movie where we get Kevin's favorite Packers song. At the end of the Packers song, they had this little debate over like F sharp and A minor. I What's the funny. difference? I, to me, that's the funniest thing in this movie. Yeah, that was really funny. That's, that's like, that's really clever. That's right after the Trapper song. The Trapper song's good. That's the highlight of this movie. That and then, yeah, this little discussion was pretty good. And then that old lady throws a tomato at the back of his head and I was done. I was set. Yeah. After this, my interest in this movie starts to dip a lot. Very fast. I agree with you, Joel. It's like once they have that music Musical tone discussion. This is just a downward spiral. Alright, well so the trappers had have left already and they have gone ahead of them and they're on their way to Colorado to find gold and it's at this point in the movie that one of the members of their party starts to go insane, starts to lose it and uh, we find that out by him building a snowman and singing a song about it. I thought that was completely normal. Build snowman. I sing songs about it. So yeah, the one guy starts going nuts and one of the guys pulls a gun out and shoots him. Yeah, like right, right in the head. He's what, 10 feet away from them? Yeah. So they're all sitting around the campfire that night. They're all starving. They have no food because the horse had all their food. And they decide to eat the deceased member of their party. Kevin, how long it takes for you to start eating the dead people from a plane crash? Hmm. You're in the alive situation in the Andes. Yeah, you play soccer. You play football. You're really good at soccer. I'm going to say four or five days. Yeah? Before you start thinking about it. Seriously considering it. You don't last very long, huh? Only five days? It's pretty long. People can go a month without eating, if not longer. They can. It's not very pleasant, though. No. I feel like eating a human being is a pretty pretty big decision. That's going to haunt you. I don't think it is. If they're already dead? This is something that I, I think you wouldn't be able to really understand unless you, you ate another person. Nah. What if the only person that was dead was like a kid? If they're dead, they're not... What's the difference? What if you knew the person? They're dead. What if you were really close with the person? <laughs> they're dead. <laughs> really? Why should I die, too? Oh, what if it was me? <laughs> Then I'd last three hours. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Would you get their strength if you consume them? No, it's just meat. Have, have you eaten a person before? No. Would so you... then you technically are not sure. Would you beat my meat for you <laughs> ate it? 
Would you ten- tenderize it? Would, would you tenderize his meat? That's what I meant. God, we're no better than these guys making this movie. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually worse. Would you cook it? Yeah, I'd have to cook it. You'd heat his meat. Yeah, I, I'd heat his meat up. Speefy. <laughs> <laughs> Let that hot juicy beef slip down your throat. <laughs> So how long are you waiting? I'm going two weeks. A-S-A-P. <laughs> I'm eating you ASAP. I'm, I'm actually going to kill someone. <laughs> ready to, like, I can't wait. <laughs> what would you guys do in that situation? Let's say nobody was dead and you're all starving to death. And it's like, look, we're all going to die. Someone's got to go. No, I wouldn't do that. No? No. It's been four weeks. It's been a month you haven't eaten. Everyone's going to die. No. Your, Why, who, your wife is going to die. Who is anyone amongst us to pick who doesn't get to live? I'm God yeah. now. Aren't you the guy screaming about being God? I'm God now. <laughs> and I was like, what should we do? What should we do? And just stand up like, I'm God now. I you. choose you to die. Yeah, don't worry, Kevin. If I die, you can have my hot sausage. <laughs> <laughs> so which part of the body you eat first? <laughs> Lower back, man. Oysters. That's my first cut. Probably go for the thigh. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Oh, brain. Brain. Oh, little head cheese. Yeah. Okay, so the rest of the people in this movie are killed. Yeah, the one guy goes nuts, and he starts killing everyone in their party. And he's like, hey, look, we've got enough meat to last us forever. Trey Parker's like, yo, bro, not cool, bro. So he takes out an axe and gives him a a swift, swift blow to the face. He gives him a, a Rorschach butcher knife chop the face. Which does not kill him. No, he keeps coming back to, to life. He's killed and brought back to life 300 times in this scene. Yeah, he's like a proto-Kenny. He has to keep getting stabbed and everything. Yeah, very funny. It's just stupid. Yeah, I didn't find that recurring gag that funny. No, I just, I didn't get this. So then it, it, we fast forward, he makes it back to a town in Colorado and Sheriff wants to stage a rescue party for these other members of his, of his group that didn't show up. He says that he can't do it and then later on in the evening he's at a bar at a saloon and the sheriff wanders in drunk and says that they found some half-eaten bodies up on the mountain and it's the remainder of his party it's at this point that a fight ensues and the small trapper that's been giving him trouble this entire movie shows up (laughs) And he gets thrown into a piano. Then the Japanese Native American guy who was teaching him karate moves or whatever, like shows up in like a, I guess like a flashback memory. He's like, remember what I taught you? And he punches this trapper in the testicles, like what, a thousand times? <laughs> it's just like over and over, just like punching him in well, the nuts. Because he does that, his voice now afterwards is all super high and squeaky because of this. So then we're back in what is considered for this movie present day. He's in prison and he actually says to the girl reporter who he's talking to, I would have been better letting those people catch me and kill me. <laughs> At which point I burst out in laughter, even though that's probably one of the lines, few lines in this movie that you're not supposed to laugh at. But what can you do? You're just like, yeah, it's that bad. Alum. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's been in the movies. <laughs> Catch him, kill him. So he's he's sentenced to death by hanging. He is led to the gallows. And the reporter girl pieces together the story of what actually happens. Gets him off the hook, off the hangman's rope. She finds a way to get him off because it happened in a non-state? Yeah, like a non-territory or whatever. Non- whatever. That was, I didn't understand that. I wonder if that actually happened to the real Packer. Probably. Probably really easy to find out. Yeah, we all have phones 
in our hands right now that could easily look this up. But, yeah, but I'm too lazy to do that. I'm really tired. Yeah. <laughs> I am disinterested in the real story of Alfred Packer. <laughs> well, the the fur trapper comes up because I guess the group that the townspeople had assembled to see somebody die and they don't want to be left upset. Oh, yeah. This is amusing. So it's because Trey Parker isn't going to get killed. Instead, the Native American Japanese samurai comes out and kills somebody else instead. And the, kills the, the trapper. And kills the, the, yeah, the crowd is like, oh, okay, great. And then they go home. A scathing Le- indictment. Leanne shows up and she gives one last fart for the road. Everyone's happy. He's like, you know what? I don't need Leanne anymore because I ha- I found this, this woman that actually appreciates me for me. So that's Cannibal the Musical. Let's find out what the real critics have to say about this movie. It's all pretty stupid. <laughs> Anita Gates, New York Times. Scattershot, unfocused, and simply not all that funny. Scott Weinberg, efilmcritic.com. And finally, an early project from the South Park creators that, to put it politely, proves their best work was still to come. Dan Liebarger, Nitrate Online. Okay, guys, this movie currently holds a 56% of Rotten Tomatoes, but is it really that bad? You know what? I didn't think that this movie was that terrible. I watched it with my brother. I laughed, and, and I... You, it didn't bore me to tears. I mean, I feel like I've seen some horrendous movies because of this show. The acting was abysmal. That's a fact. And the production quality was disgustingly low. But this is a <laughs> this is a movie that he made when he was in college. This is his first attempt at something. Like, this originated as, like, a project that he was given in probably one of his classes. So, taking that into account, it was relatively entertaining for, like, I mean, I can't imagine sitting in a class and watching this and being like, oh, uh, you know, it was all right. If a student in one of my classes made this, I'd be like, wow, that's pretty impressive. So, um, I don't know. I'd say like 56% is probably pretty accurate. I didn't love this movie, but it was all right. If if you're interested in Trey Parker and Matt Stone, you can definitely see some of where a lot of their style came in and a lot of their composing in a lot of the musical stuff that they make is definitely involved in this movie. So if you're interested in that, check it out. Give this movie a two out of five. I have gone back and forth on this more than any other movie. I came into this with, this is a one out of five for sure. And then we were talking about, you know, this is you got to give them credit they're they were college students at the time it's like all right well maybe maybe give them a little extra credit for that that's like that $125,000 that's a lot of money that's five times as much as Kevin Smith had to make clerks around the same time and then there's all this this realization I slowly had throughout this episode that this is yeah it's that bad the movie it's like the three of us made some piece of crap movie and this is exactly (laughs) what it would be so it's like I have a little bit of sympathy for them in that regard it's like if we made some stupid thing it would be for us to laugh about. We wouldn't give a damn if anyone else in the world found it funny. And that's exactly in, in the situation that they made this. But at the end of the day, this has to be, it's a movie that we have to grade on the same scale that all the other movies we watch are, whether it's college students or a big Hollywood production. And while it might not make sense to, to compare Transformers, Dark of the Moon to <laughs> Cannibal the Musical, that, that's the way it has to be. I mean, it has to be on the same system. So I guess... I'm going to give them a little bit of a benefit of the doubt, and I'll give it a two out of five. Okay, as for me, just like Kevin, I was going to give this a one out of five because as I was watching it, it was putting me to sleep. I kept thinking while I was watching this, like, this movie would have been perfect for YouTube if YouTube existed at time period. Like, while I was watching it, I was thinking to myself, like, I've exited out of better YouTube shorts than this, you know? Like, if this was on YouTube in the condensed form, I probably wouldn't have sat through it. I only sat through it because I had to for this review. But then 
that, that was just my first watch. But talking about it with you, I'm starting to see that there might be something more to this. So I'm going to drop a two out of five now with the caveat that, although I'm not going to do it immediately, I am open to the possibility of watching this again to potentially see if I derive more amusement from it than I did this time. Is that fair? Uh, that's fair yeah. to me. Okay, let's read some listener mail. This is one of the wildest emails we've ever gotten. I don't know if I'll be able to read this whole thing. Hunker down, everybody, and uh, prepare yourself for this. Hello, my favorite podcast. My name is Fred, and almost a year ago, I wrote you guys an email saying how much I love your podcast. As it turned out, you wound up reading it as the last email of the year giving me a rather obscure honor that I nevertheless cherished. I wanted to write you guys something to finish out the year, but to be honest, I couldn't think of anything that wouldn't be redundant, as I probably just go on fellating you guys and the podcast you put out. But when I listened to your Breaking Dawn episode, you guys jokingly invited your listeners to send you 100 questions for the 100th episode. I decided to be an ass and put you through the ringer. <laughs> So here it goes. Joel, what's your favorite movie? Shawshank Redemption. Kevin, favorite movie? Rushmore. Martin, how you doing, bud? <laughs> I'm pretty good. Kevin, growing up, did you have people constantly calling your name like the mom in Home Alone? No, I didn't actually. Do people still do that? <laughs> do you get annoyed when people take it upon themselves to call you Kevbo? I have never been called Kevbo. Martin, did people constantly sing the theme song to the Martin Lawrence show? Martin! When you were around growing up? Yes. Do they still do that? Yes. Yo, Joel, is it possible to distance your feelings about an actor's personal life and their performances? It's very difficult, but yeah, you should probably do that. I, I do that all the time with uh, Tom Cruise, and <laughs> you worked out pretty well. You have to. He's a great actor. He's just not a good person. Martin, I was wondering, what is one movie that you love that you feel was robbed at the Oscars or otherwise overlooked? The Goonies. Joel, Martin, and Kevin, what movie from when you were growing up is the most embarrassing to watch nowadays? Turtles in Time. That's a weird question. I can't even think of anything. I have to come back to that. I have a mental block. Joel, being a manly man, do you feel action movies have gotten soft with their leads being more based on acting than their physical prowess? Oh, that's a good one. Not enough people getting punched in the face in movies. And too much quick-cutting fighting. It doesn't even look like they're actually fighting. Yeah. So yeah, we need more manly men. Daniel Craig is a manly man, I think. We're moving back towards that a little bit. Yeah. Martin, you seem to read a lot of graphic novels. Which yet-to-be-adapted novel would you like to be seen on the big screen? I'd like to see The Boys made into a movie, but th I don't see that happening. Kevin, you seem like a really nice guy. No question, just an observation. <laughs> Thank you. Kevin, what's your favorite TV show on right now? Homeland. Martin, what's your favorite TV show ever? I'll tell you what my favorite TV show is right now that I'm watching. I am just got into Battlestar Galactica. About time. Joel, I too have a very infectious laugh that's gotten me out of tough spots due to my inability to take anything seriously. Has your laugh ever gotten you out of trouble? No, it just annoys everybody in the vicinity. 19, Martin, how big is your DVD Blu-ray collection? I don't know, probably like 40, 50. Kevin, how big is your video game collection? Um, ooh, that's a good question. Maybe, maybe about 50, 60? I can collect small bubbles underneath my tongue and blow them out like those soapy bubble things they give out at parties and weddings. Can any of you guys do that? No. Yeah. Yes, I can do that. They give out those soapy things at weddings now because supposedly the rice that was traditionally thrown out used to be eaten up by pigeons and they'd explode. Do either of you believe it or is that an urban myth? No, I... 
I heard that it actually like hurts the birds, like their digestive tract like gets messed up. Congratulations on your wedding, Kevin. I too am married. How long were you engaged for? Two and a half years. Martin, do you feel like your college degree is being put to good use? Absolutely not. Martin, do you kind of feel like you could have just saved the money and gone straight to work? Yeah, I do. Are you being honest? Yes. Joel, what is your favorite video game of all time? Tony Hawk's Underground 1. All of you guys, which Final Fantasy is your favorite? Seven. Seven. Yeah, seven. That's that's unanimous. To any of you that answered seven, is that the only one you've ever played? <laughs> the no. answer is no. No. Nah, I've no. played the others. I've, I've, I've played the others also. To any of you that answered no to 29, but did you play Final Fantasy VI, aka Final Fantasy III in the United States? I played that briefly. Yeah, so did I. No, I, I didn't play that one. 20 of you that answered yes to 30, really? I mean, I love Final Fantasy VII, but but don't you think it's overrated? <laughs> no, man. I, I actually do. I actually do think it's overrated. I don't think it's overrated. I was totally enveloped in that storyline. Have either of you ever worked at a video store? I worked in a video game store. I worked at a movie theater once. Have either of you ever worked a job you truly hated? Yes. Yes. No. Are you guys happy at the jobs you are right now? Yeah. No. Yes. Joel, in your opinion, what's the most overrated movie of all time? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Citizen Kane. <sighs> Citizen Kane. <laughs> I, I want to say the Lord of the Rings trilogy, but I, I, I have no idea. I, I can't answer that right now. Martin, in your opinion, what's the most underrated movie of all time? Probably The Fountain. Kevin, in your opinion, what's the best animal to have as a pet? Oh, a dog. Do either of you guys have any pets? Yeah. I have fish. No. Are either of you guys considering having children in the future? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Martin, what do you consider to be your vice? Miami vice? Can't stop watching Colin Farrell. (laughs) No, Miami itself. He can't stop going to Miami. There you go. What's my vice? Oh, man. I have so many. Alcohol, caffeine, porn, ice cream. Perfect. Ice cream. Joel, have you ever bought something you truly didn't need, but did so anyway because, in fact, you truly needed it? I have nothing but crap in this place, so the answer to that is yes. Kevin, how often do you go to the movies nowadays? Once every two months, maybe. What movie are you guys most looking forward to seeing in 2013? Man of Steel. I want to say Man of Steel, but I can't bring myself to say it. No, just do it. it. Just go, go, go full in like I have. No, I'm not going to. Balls in. Anticipation be sky high so that Zack Snyder can bitch slap you across the face and send you out miserable. I'm not doing that. I, I refuse. Come on. Jump on the bandwagon. Not doing it. All right, I'm looking forward to Upstream Color and whatever Neil Blomkamp's new movie is going to be. What movies are you guys most looking forward to seeing in 2456? I mean, we're not going to even be human in the same sense. <laughs> we're just we going to be right in now. the cloud, in the ether. Yeah, we're just going to be beings of pure energy at that Transformer point. Transformer 76. <laughs> Yeah, by Michael Baytron. Yeah, there you go. Yep. <laughs> Based on nothing more than your own guess, what movie do you think will win Best Picture this year? It's really between Lincoln and... Uh, the Master? Lincoln. It's, I it's, say Argo wins. It's between Argo, The Master, Lincoln, and... Oh, uh, Zero Dark Thirty is probably nominated too. House on the Hudson or whatever. Or Hyde Park on no, the Hudson. No, you're, you're, thinking, you're thinking of the House on Haunted Hill. Kevin, what's one actor or actress that no matter how bad their career gets, you will always see a movie they've made? The Rock? Joel, don't you think it's weird that there are no female movie composers working in Hollywood? Is that true? That can't be true. It can't be none. Maybe just none are are big time composers. Are any of you guys excited about Arrested Development coming back for a season four next year? Yes. I'll see it. I don't know if I'm excited. I'm exactly the same 
place that Kevin is. You think they've made a huge mistake? What do you guys think about this new 48 frames per second technology being used in The Hobbit? I'm well, curious to see what it looks like. Me too. Same here. I want I won't, to see. I won't, not enough to go watch The Hobbit, though. Joel, what's the best film trilogy? Back to the Future. Martin, what's the best story ever told across any medium? Whoa. <laughs> Servant of the Bones by Anne Rice. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, who's your favorite character of all time? Batman? Whew. All you guys, please share your favorite movie quote of all time, please. Yeah, a pass on that one. <laughs> Each of you name a movie that no matter what, if it's on TV, you will sit down and watch it. Predator. There's, I have a bunch of movies yeah, like there's that. Yeah, there's a lot of movies that I'll sit there. Like- Shawshank Redemption, Just Friends. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> It's a Ryan Reynolds movie. Kevin, if you can redeem a single mistake, what would it be? I don't really have anything. Martin, are you going to eat all that? Yeah, man, I'm hungry. Joel, before this podcast, would you ever watch a bad movie in an ironic way, meaning to make fun of it or just taking delight in its ineptitude? Absolutely not. Joel, again, has this podcast made you hate movies more or enjoy movies more? It's made me appreciate competent movies substantially more than I used to in the past. Have either of you guys ever watched the anime Neon? Genesis Evangelion. If you haven't, check it out. <laughs> Martin. <laughs> I actually live my life via the, uh, the teachings the, of the Dead the Sea Scrolls. Teachings of the Dead Sea Scrolls. And I, I tried to live my life like Shundo Ikari. Yeah, I rewatched that whole thing last year. Martin, are there any movies you wish you could watch for the first time again? Hmm. Yeah, I'd like to watch uh, Shawshank Redemption again for the first time. Kevin, are there any movies you hated the first time and wound up appreciating and loving on subsequent viewings? Napoleon Dynamite. Joel, do you prefer the nitty-gritty approach of Nolan's Dark Knight or the fun, colorful Avengers? Oh, that's a good one. Mm. That's a good one. I like to laugh, but I do prefer like serious kind of stuff, too. So I don't know. I have to really think about that. Kevin and Martin, what movies have made you cry? I know Joel doesn't cry because he's too manly. The End of the Green Mile makes me cry. The End of a Beautiful Mind made me tear up. Joel, do you think your manliness is a reflection of your male insecurities? Oh. I don't know. I don't know. I'll ask Sigmund Freud about that. Martin, are you the one who fills up the world headquarters with eye-gouging farts? Yes. Yes, I am. (laughs) Take pride in that. I have great pride in that. Kevin, are you... Nature's pride. Kevin, are you ever secretly jealous of Martin when you're not around to record a podcast? No. For a podcast in Jersey, I'm surprised at the lack of mention of Kevin Smith's movies. What are each of your feelings on him as a filmmaker? Hit or miss. Loved him when I was a teenager. Not so much now. I much prefer him as a public figure, as a public speaker... Than as a filmmaker these days. Yeah, I think his movies are, are fairly middle of the road. I really like Dogma. Yeah, Dogma's my favorite. But I, I don't think there's really much to talk about there. I liked Red State. I thought that movie was decent. For that matter, what are your feelings on Quentin Tarantino? I'm not a Tarantino fan. I'm not a huge supporter. I don't know. For me, my, my biggest qualm with Tarantino is that he doesn't have any unique new material. It's just a mashup of homages to previous directors. Have either of you ever thought about making an independent movie? No. No. It's too much work. How sick was Boardwalk Empire season three finale? I don't watch it. Joel, do you have any more friends you'd consider bringing onto the podcast? Maybe. Martin, is doing a podcast a major inconvenience for you? Absolutely. Martin, again, would you consider ever going off and doing your own podcast based on something you personally might find more interesting? Absolutely not. When it comes to sponsored episodes, are you relieved that a good movie is recommended or do you prefer to have a movie that fits with the criteria of the show. I'm stoked when a good movie is recommended because that's like a break for me. I prefer rotten movies. Yeah, yeah. me too. I'd, I'd rather have some stuff to joke about. Have either of you ever watched the 1986 version of Transformers? Yes. yes. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Kevin, what's your favorite Simpsons episode? 
Ooh, oh my gosh. That's a good one. <laughs> Monorail. Joel, what's your favorite South Park episode? I like any episode when they pretend and they're like make-believe, but it, they do it like in a really serious way. So I like the one with the weapons. I like the one when they're pretending to be cops. I like the one when they're like trying to steal the time machine from the girls. <laughs> yeah. So I like any of those kind of episodes. Martin, what's your favorite Italian dish? Oh, man. You like that sausage in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, I, like that, uh, I like eggplant parm, but I really love all Italian food. What movie has actually made you physically angry? Waterworld is... Aliens versus Predator 1. Martin, what's your favorite fast food item? Probably a triple bacon cheeseburger from Wendy's. Kevin, would you mind singing me your favorite 80s TV show theme song? No. You wouldn't mind, so go ahead, do it. <laughs> no, no, he, he didn't ask you to do it. He just wanted to know if you would mind. Yeah, I wouldn't mind, but I'm not going to do it. Joel, what is one dish you're most proud to make yourself? I made some slam and cornbread one time. <laughs> it was awesome. You all ate. It was great. Yeah, we scarfed that down. It was so good. Martin, name one historical figure you look up to. Abraham Lincoln. Do either of you guys the have a vampire hunter part? <laughs> yeah, that part's the all, best. I, listen, I accept all pieces of him. That's what makes him a man. Do either of you guys have a 3DS? No. <clears throat> no. No. Can either of you guys juggle? I can. I cannot. I once did for like a minute. Martin, if you had one wish, what would it be? Peace in the Middle East. Kevin, how is your family following the events of Hurricane Sandy? Oh, uh, they're struggling right now. They're still living in a hotel and it's been a month, over a month later. Joel, what's the furthest you've ever driven? New York, like upstate New York. When we went to Storm King that one time. Martin, what's your favorite movie genre? Any kind of movie that has someone going through like an emotional change where they like wake up. That's not a genre. Drama. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> Kevin, what's your favorite Pixar movie? The Incredibles. Joel, what's one song on your iPod that if it came on while you were driving your car, you'd quickly lower the volume? <laughs> That's an interesting question because there's currently zero songs on my iPod and iPhone. Will you guys ever do a Star Wars movie on the podcast, even though none of them are Ron and Ron Tomatoes? I don't want to, because what else is there to say? It's been done 10 trillion times with everybody else. What else is there left to say? Every possible perspective a human being could have on those movies has been taken. I don't know, those, the fanboys scare me too. Will you guys ever do a Matrix movie on the podcast, even though none of them are Ron and Ron Tomatoes? That one is highly probable. Do either of you guys have to wear a tie to work? No. Nope. I do. Do you like it? Yeah, I like to look good. What actress or actor that's never done a nude scene that you really wish they would? Megan Fox. <laughs> Jessica Biel. <laughs> Olivia Wilde. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, which show are you guys the most proud of? I really like the Amityville Horror episode, The Perfect Storm. Breaking Dawn 1 turned out to be really good. Yeah, and that's... Power Rangers was good, too. I also really like Hook and for the some mummy. reason. Yeah, The Mummy's a good one, too. I really like Hollow Man. You, you like that episode? Yeah, I thought it was really funny. Okay, P.S. I understand wholeheartedly if this email is not read on the air. It was mostly written in jest. Love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Okay, thanks for that email. If you want to contact us, you can reach us at yesthatbad at gmail.com. Okay, now it's time to announce next week's movie, and we're going to be watching the Korean masterpiece, Old Boy. Poor Kevin here might not be able to make it. We'll see. <sighs> 
It's a busy season for Kevin right now. Yeah, my work's going to be really, really busy, so it's going to be really hard for me to find the time to even watch this movie, let alone get here to record. Okay, tune in next week when we'll be watching Old Boy. Thanks for listening to the show. If you like what you've heard, please consider subscribing. We have a new episode every Tuesday. Please help spread the word of the show to all your friends by liking us on Facebook, facebook.com slash yeahitsthatbad. You can help spread the word of the show to all your friends by liking us on Facebook, facebook.com slash yeahitsthatbad. You can follow us on Twitter at yeahitsbad. You can follow Marty at yeah, Marty. You can follow Kevin at yeahitskev. And you can listen to the show on your mobile devices via Stitcher. You can get that at stitcher.com. Once again, that's listening to the show. See you next time. <laughs>